introduce myself as Helen's mother and Rob's mother-in-law. For all the people who think that they might want to listen to this podcast, I feel that I should just warn you all that the language could be foul. And if you are of a sensitive disposition like me, just be aware, please. Uh, I just thought I should warn you. What are you doing? Well, it's a Robin Helen date night podcast. Uh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. This is a theme tune. <laughs> what? That's nonsense. Mm. Come on. Oh. We drop the kids to school at nine and pick them up at three. How many times? It's three fifteen. Spend the day together doing some uh, activity. <laughs> What's up? And then we're gonna make oh, sweet love. Yeah. Uh. My mum might listen to this. Yeah, it's that time between nine and three. Welcome to Rob and Helen's Date, Date Night. Night Podcast. We nearly <laughs> nailed the harmony there. How are you, dear listener? Thank you very much for downloading. How's your life? <laughs> they How can't answer you, They can't answer me back, can they? But no. I'm asking, you know, a rhetorical question. We're building a one-on-one relationship with our listeners. Yeah. It's very important because we love you. We value you. Thank you very much for all the nice messages and all the retweets and all the business and all the hashtag. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Welcome to another date night podcast with Rob and Helen, my wife. We sometimes <laughs> finish each other's sentences. So, what is it this week? This week, what are we doing? This week, we're going rambling, Rob. We're, yes. We're going rambling. Uh, now, often we will go for a walk, won't we, with our lovely dog, Ronnie? We do. We do go for lots of walks. Every day we go for a walk, but this is a different kind of walk, isn't it, Rob? Do you go for a walk every day? I don't I don't go every day. Yeah, we. the dog goes for a walk every day. Oh, yeah, the dog. Yeah, the, yeah often the dog will just go off and walk. Each <laughs> <laughs> day he'll go, right, sod you lot. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go maybe to next door's garden. Crash around in their hedge a bit. We do take the dog out most We do, days. we do. Yeah, every day. Yeah, every Religiously, day. Religiously, yeah, most yeah. days. But this walk is a different kind of walk, isn't it? Because it's a kind of organised, rooted yes. walk with a beginning, a middle and an end. It is, isn't it's it? It's not yeah. just a kind of stroll. Yeah. It's got purpose. Yeah. It would be fair to say as well that whenever we're in the car and I try and listen to a program on Radio 4... Um, you're very quick to turn it off. Obviously, driving up and down the country, uh, as I, I'm on tour, all the dates at robrouse.com. Uh, nice. Come and see me anytime in the autumn and the spring. There's tour dates right through. Go and see me is very funny, <laughs> but I would say that because I'm his Thank you very much, my <laughs> wife. I'll bet you a cup of tea or something later to say thank you. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Radio 4, um, mm. and I, I, I really enjoy its output. Um, I particularly enjoy it, though. Every now and then it does get really Radio 4, doesn't it? And I think that's kind of what we were aiming for in this podcast. It was allowing your anger towards Radio 4 and my love of Radio 4 to come out in a programme we called... Which is kind of a homage. I mean, it's fair to say that I wasn't actually aware that this walk (laughs) was going to turn into a podcast and that we were going to have to do it in character. (laughs) That was sprung upon me at the start of the walk. When we did a long walk with a a route... that I'd printed out yes. and we managed to do the whole thing. Yeah, you managed to apply a lot of rules to it, didn't you? Yeah, no, that's, that's what a route does. I like sometimes having a proper, 
you know, instructions. You like the instructions, don't I you? I like the instructions of a walk. I don't like just kind of walking and then going, oh, shall we turn back then? Yeah, but I'm fine with it, aren't I? No, no, and that's what we normally do, yes. so I am fine. Yes. But every now and again, yes. actually going a long way yeah. and having to turn right or left at a particular style yeah. is actually quite nice. You take a lot of pleasure in it. This I do. It, this it, and this is what often be, being in a couple is about, isn't it? There's little tensions over <laughs> little things that seem innocuous, but my goodness, they can be grounds for divorce. Yeah, and you hate following every... I, uh, I like to just follow my nose, yeah. So each week we're doing uh, something different with each other, having a new experience with each other. No, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it... I was about to say investigating ourselves and each other, but that sounds even worse. <laughs> sounds a lot worse. That sounds a lot worse. <laughs> if you are enjoying the podcast, give us five stars on i. Tunes. And also, you can follow us on Instagram at yeah. Robin Helen's Date Night. You can also follow us on Facebook at Robin Helen's Date Night. And our Twitter handle is at Date Night Pod. So follow us there. And you can email us any suggestions of things, activities that you think we should do, or if you've got yeah, if you've got an activity, maybe you ready run like for us. a five Michelin starred restaurant. Oh. Uh, and, and you want to do a tasting menu or something like that oh. for free, then then hey, I'll see if I could fit that in. Yeah. yeah, or if you've got a nice hotel you want us to stay in. Yeah. We'll do that. We Helen's do... a vegetarian, but I will eat anything. I'll yeah. eat anything. But yeah, so anything, any activities, please email us at robandhelensdatenight at yahoo.com. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Here we go. <laughs> and next on Radio 4... Ramblings with Benedict Updike. This week, he's in the Peak District with Helen Rutter. They walk, visit a beer festival, and after which the conversation takes something of a left turn. In the countryside. So here I am walking uh, with Helen Rutter through the Peak District. Hello, Helen. Hello. And can you describe the environment around us at the moment? Well, as you will have heard, we just passed on our right a beautiful little waterfall. Which yes. oozes character and is yes. very distinctive of this well, area. Was it the kind of waterfall that maybe your mother would have taken you to when you were a child? Well, this whole route is like where I used to walk, but I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now, which is a shame, yes. in retrospect. Yes, in retrospect. Very much so in retrospect. So, I mean, just to describe, we're coming to the end of a country lane, and... Um, with a beautiful gate, think, and a oh, farm on our right, yes. with sheep in the distance, and the lush greenery ahead. Opening... It's very lush today, as it's been raining this week. Opening, yes, opening out into the glorious... Vista of the Peak District. Somewhat blighted, you might say, by the cement works. Definitely blighted by what is a terribly ugly building in such a beautiful area. Yes. And was that the kind of cement works that your mother would have been offended by? I think all mothers are offended by the cement works and will be yes. throughout oh, history. So there's some more water. That's what we call a drain. Oh, that's a drain, is it? Lovely. The dog there drinking some of the drain water. It's lovely, lovely country scene. And now we're on another... Ascent. ...single track road, yes. Yeah. Cool. This ascent takes us up to the hamlet of Aston, which right. is where we're headed. Yes, a hamlet. A hamlet. So what... And just for anyone who, who 
would give a shiny shit. For anyone who would be interested, what, what makes a hamlet as opposed to a village, Helen? Well, it's a smattering or scattering yes. of farms and houses. Very much so. That don't have any particular centre, um, yes. can't be called a village. Yes. So therefore they're a hamlet. Yes. And the sort of place that your mother would have lived in when she was a girl, when she was young? No. No. But my mother visited hamlets. Right. Uh, so it's the kind of place your mother would have visited when, when she was younger, a hamlet or something. Absolutely. Lovely. It's coming to the brow of a hill now, and we can see... A farm ahead. A farm. There's still that flipping cement works. There's still very much a blot on the landscape. But to the other side, it looks absolutely beautiful, doesn't it? It's a wall, a partially collapsed wall there. Would and that maybe be erosion? Well, with the dry stone walling... It does need a certain amount of upkeep. We may bump into a dry stone wall later on right. the walk, in which case we can ask him and what course, could cause such your, a thing. Your mother was a dry stone waller, is that, was, is that correct? <laughs> no, my mother's mother. Oh, your mother's mother was a dry stone waller? Yes, and her mother before and her. And her mother before her. So your mother's mother's mother was a dry stone waller as well? Yes. And her mother before that, was she a dry stone waller? No, she was a fisherman. Oh, she was a fisherman? Yes. So your mother's 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 mother was a fisherman. Yes. And then your mother's mother's mother was a dry stone waller. Your mother's mother was a dry stone waller, but your mother was not a dry stone no. waller. Are you a dry stone waller? No. no. Okay. And here we go, this is yes. a hamlet. Lovely hamlet, yes. Very lovely. There's another look, there's another drain. Another drain there. And there's a house. You might be able to hear the birds. There's another drain there, look. An empty building An empty building, a disused building. Now, what kind of activity do you think could be happening in there in the countryside? Maybe... Weaving. Weaving. Weaving, or maybe... Embroidery. Embroidery, embroidery. Oh, Oh, shit, a car, sorry. Car. Car. Car's gone. So you're saying embroidery, maybe... Or maybe, what's weaving. that? Weaving. Or maybe basket making. Basket making. Or someone making rosary beads. Whittling. Whittling. Or maybe, maybe some felching, maybe in there, do you think? Sounds like he's mowing. He's doing hall. some mowing. Yes. The Great Hall. The Great Hall here with the vista of the cement works. Great Hall, looking over the cement works, there's a discarded cardigan. There's Aston Hall and our right. Who, who lives in there? Oh, car, shit, car. Car. Oh, sorry, it's going the other way. Hello. In the countryside. We lost. Of course, map reading is an essential part of country walking, isn't it? Farfield Farm. It's the farm that we're looking for down a track to our right. Farfield Farm on the right. Farfield Farm on the right. Far, 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 far farm. And, I mean, I have noticed quite I a... hope that that wasn't the way to Farfield Farm. What, that road we just walked past? It so was on the right. Carry on until you reach a track, a track off to the right to right. Farfield Farm. That was not a track. No, it was a road. That was most definitely most a road. Most definitely a road. I have noticed more cars than I thought there would be. And I do often think that people who drive cars to go for a walk aren't really proper walkers. Unless you walk from your front door, is it really a walk? One of the locals, you could ask one of the locals. 
Farfield's farm. I think it's probably this way. Hi. Hey. Hello. I noticed you broke character there. I was surprised. I can't cope with it. And I can't do this whole walk. Maybe so we get about 45 minutes worth <laughs> of footage and then I'll stitch it together into a lovely podcast. Birchfield. Birchfield. So this must be this track right. here. So our track well, must not be the next track here. Road. Farfield. Okay. And why do you think it would be called Birchfield? Maybe because of the birch trees the birch that grown there. In a field. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that seems that, that's plausible. So a field full of birch trees, hence the name Birch Field. Really is fascinating walking. Rather large house. Yeah, I must say my walking partner here is very much admiring the property as we walk round. Oh, car! Car! Not, not real walkers, I wouldn't, I would say. Not proper walkers. Driving around in a Vauxhall. But as long as they're getting out and enjoying yeah, the countryside. the countryside. And that's very much what your movement's all about, isn't it? Is getting people out into the countryside. It's bloody huge, that place, isn't it? Mm, bloody. Monstrous. I wonder who lives Crab there. Crabtree Manor. Crabtree Manor. And do you share my worry about common people coming to the countryside as well? I want everybody to enjoy the countryside. Now... Yes. That doesn't mean I enjoy seeing tattoos yes. and mobile phones. Yes. But I do want everyone to enjoy the countryside. Exactly. And I, 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 think, I think one of the ways in which you can do that is just by having an all-pervading atmosphere of rather kind of upper-middle-class, educated people banging on about the countryside, which tends to discourage kind of, you know, more salt-of-the-earth ah. types. Oh, Hello! Uh, more salt of the earth types. Farfield Farm. Themselves. Farfield Farm, self catering cottages. Yeah, public. Yeah, but yeah, public. It's open to everybody. We'd like to stress that. Oh, look, look, so this is very interesting. Sorry. Um, I can see indentations on the tarmac of horseshoes. Interesting. Now, what do you think those could be made by? Can you just describe maybe what you think it might be to our listeners? Some of them may be living in the city and I have no idea about the countryside maybe it's performing a valuable service but please don't don't come from the city that, that's, I mean that's not necessarily the strapline of the National Trust but it's very I mean it's very much in keeping yeah it's very, I think it's very much unspokenly understood with the National Trust isn't it dropping to gates below a barn yes leave through a kissing gate ooh on the left yes okay ah no, no, that's, that's, a, chemical. that's a chemical disposal point. Is that? We won't go in there. Would that also be a kissing point? No. Would you like me to kiss you near the chemical disposal point? Would that be? No, I'd rather not. Rather not, okay. I'm not going to lie to you, I do really rather need a wee. Where, how, where would you wee? Gate below a barn. Would you right, wee? kissing gate. Ah, here, okay. Oh, get ready for the kissing. Rather nice campsite. Rather nice campsite. Very Rather nice. lovely one. Rather lovely one. Maybe um, we should make sure this is removed from the guidebooks so no one knows about it. So, so how, how does kissing gate work? Can you just explain how, how it works? So you go through... First the dog goes Halfway, through. yes. Ronnie, Ronnie. Ronnie. Are you, you just kiss the dog. And then we meet on this side. 
we make sure we get pick have we got the microphone <laughs> sorry hang on <laughs> I didn't mean that really really I unpleasant I didn't mean to leave with the tongue really unpleasant I, that's a really <laughs> unpleasant thing to do very sorry it must be the country yeah <laughs> I didn't mean to I, what I was actually going for was hoping that we'd get a really really long kind of overly sound effect kind of archer style kiss it went on for ages like But I don't know why, just uh, my tongue popped out. I apologise for that profusely. Now, this is a problem with maps, isn't it? Can you see? Ah, here you go. You go under the railway. But it said keep the hedge on your right. We have kept it on our no, right. listen, listen. And walk away beside the right-hand hedge, <laughs> continuing beyond its end to a gate at the bottom of the field. Entering woodland, bordering a rail. Right, I would say that is the bottom of the field. Okay. And there's a railway, and there is woodland bordering it. <laughs> Very great big train just went past. It's definitely bordering a railway. I said we should have just gone to the pub. We could stop at a pub. Oh, we could, no, oh, you're working. Stop at an inn. Oh, oh, that would have been really lovely. Could you perhaps have a shandy? Uh, now, OK, well, here's this interesting. Helen, Helen, can you tell me what you think this is? Tissue paper. Tissue paper. Wet tissue paper. You've kissed the dog, but not me. At the kissing gate. The tongue. Yeah, but you did the tongue back! Ow. Ow. This is when you know you're married, isn't it? You're leaning for the kiss and what you hear is, Ow! Ow. Well, if you were clean-shaven like I request, then there would be no reason to be in pain. I think my skin's a bit sensitive to be clean-shaven regularly. I really need a wee. Do you want I have a wee here? No, not in here, but the tunnel smell. <laughs> the tunnel smell. Oh, hello! Oh, you can hear me in the tunnel now. It's coming out of the tunnel. Out of the tunnel now. Hello, what do we have here? <laughs> Another kissing gate. So, my walking partner goes through. Got it. Don't kiss the dog. Please stop Money. kissing the dog. Money. I think it's unhealthy. Did you see where he had his nose earlier? <laughs> there we go. Lovely. Three kissing gates negotiated. Do they have um, undoing a bra gates anywhere? Go right. Completely ignored that comment. To meet the bank of the river, no. Oh, the river, no. And walk alongside it downstream. And there's something very, very satisfying about following a route. Yes. Feeling like, like you've accomplished. Yes, yes. By following... A route. And probably a route that was established by... Many, 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 many years generations ago. ago. Many, many. And maybe, um, maybe even by... Your mother's 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 mother. Maybe. And what, do you know what she did? I believe... Your mother's 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 mother was... Was it maybe a tiler? A tiler, oh right. Did she made tiles? Yes. Yes. Oh, another kissing gate. This is the This is getting out of hand, all this kissing. I didn't realise you were going to be doing so much kissing. Mm, kissing gate. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. 
It's quite a long one. <laughs> and that's essentially what a kissing gate is. Yeah, I rather like them. <laughs> Did it say left or right at the river, no? It didn't. Um, downstream. Downstream. What, which way oh, oh, balls, we've gone the wrong way. Ah. That's downstream that way. The instructions have been invaluable. They have, haven't they? As it didn't mention the kissing gate, so that's where we could have seen that we were going So we've done, gone through the kissing gate two times more than we needed to. Ronnie, Oh, thank you, buddy. Again, yes. What kind of flora and fauna would you expect to find down by the river? Many thistles. Thistles. Sometimes some wild garlic. Oh, look, there's a condom. Oh, no, my mistake. It's actually sheep fleece, isn't it? Yes. And... I imagine what would happen is maybe some elders from the hamlet would come down and collect the sheep fleece from off the barbed wire fence and then start to card it. And it's called carding, isn't it? They card when they the turn f- it into yarn. They turn it into yarn, yes. Well, I thought you were going to say wool, but I'm glad you said yarn rather than wool. My um, mother's, 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 mother's mother used to do, in fact, just that. But I thought she, I thought that she was, um, I thought... Hey, no. not a Tyler. There was another no, one that the stood Tyler out earlier. Tyler was her mother. That was her. Oh, that was her mother. Okay, that was her mother. It's a very pretty little river, isn't it? Little eddies and jetties and jetties and eddies, and faster bits and slower bits and bits where there might be fish. <laughs> uh, Ronnie really wants to. Should we let the dogs investigate? No, we can't really because there are sheep on that side, and um, he, he might just upset wants them. To go in the river. And you, you can see that there's, there's also there's also a little. Fountain of water permanently pouring into the river that really is making me need a wee even more than I needed a wee before. Would you like to do a wee wee now? I should probably do a wee wee now. You can check there's no one around. Okay. Where should I do it? Should I do it down by this tree? Come. Can I do it down there by the tree here? I don't really need to hear the wee wee. So if I... I've got my John Thomas out now. There's no one around. There it goes. I don't know if you can hear that. Train coming. Train. Quite a lot of wee, isn't it? It's quite a lot of wee, but I, I had I had a pint. Waving at the people on the train. I had a pint and a half of water before I came out. I front loaded on water. Still weeing. Walker. Where? Oh you bugger. No walkers. There we go. Finish wing. Nope, there's a bit more. There's always a bit more, actually. I find as I get older, I do a wee, and then I think I'm done. And then I'd say there's maybe 20, 30% left. Downstream to a bridge. Yes. Right, let's walk. Let's walk! If you need a wee at any point, feel free. Don't stand on ceremony. I've been very good at squatting. Do you struggle when you squat wee? I do. That is one of the problems of the countryside for... For um, females, isn't it? Yes. Although my mother's mother was very good at squat. Was she a good squat weir? Yes. Yes. And now she was. Um, hang on. She was a. My mother's mother. Yes, your mother's mother. Was a dry stone waller. A dry stone waller. That's right. Like her mother before her and her mother before her. But before that, her mother was a plumber. Is that right? No, I can't remember. <laughs> But that, so she was as I said, so she would have had to get used to doing her wee wee's out in the field, so to speak. Indeed, I think all the petticoats and underskirts helped. Yes, of course, petticoats and underskirts. Yes, they would provide 
Um, almost, almost like a cubicle. You could lower oneself down and we within the petticoats and underskirts. Yes. Edale Road, we're going to go up from yep. Hope. I think one of the things I love most about the countryside is the peace and quiet, isn't it? What we've done is we've climbed... <laughs> Climbed over a stile that's literally brought us actually onto the cabbage way of a main road. A lovely, peaceful countryside. Main road! Very peaceful. That's also be very nice to be camping in that field there, right by the main road as well, I should think. Very much returning to what I said earlier. One of the problems with the countryside is that there are maybe too many people coming here, here in their cars and their vans. Very, very busy. Very busy. And the idea of the National Trust is to keep people out of the countryside, isn't it? Very much stop them wanting to come by making it appear boring on television and radio documentaries that, oh, oh God, Mum, Dad, God, it's so lame, go to the countryside, don't want to go, that kind of thing. That's the aim, isn't it? I'm not sure that that's exactly what they would say, is there? But in fact, I think some of this busyness is due <coughs> to the August Bank holiday, which is in fact the busiest, this is the busiest travelling day yes. of the year. Yes. And we ha- do have the Hope Show going on. Yes. Further up. That's happening tomorrow, isn't it? I think maybe today and tomorrow. And what could people expect to see at the Hope Show? I mean, you've been, I believe. Some tractors. Yep. I remember last time we went, there was a tarpaulin with some cuddly toys laid out on it. I remember that was like a thing. I remember we looked at it and went, oh, God, what is it? This is a tarpaulin with some stuffed dogs and teddies on it. Do you remember? No. Yeah. Yeah. I remember finding you making quite a thing about it. It was uh, rather strange. Were they for sale? I think, I don't know. I mean, that wasn't clear. Can you remember what it was like a stuffed sheepdog, but not, not like a stuffed dead dog, but a stuffed teddy bear sheepdog? Anyway, by the by. Bonnie is thoroughly enjoying himself. Yes, he's thoroughly enjoying himself. Oh! It's a beer festival coming up on that. <laughs> now, oh dear. Now, that has very, very bad implications for the rest of the walk and potentially for my... my um, um, on stage engagements tonight. Should we have a little drink and listen to the band? I can have a beer, you could have a shandy. Yes. You can listen to the band. Yes, and walk round, but I, I and don't. then carry on our walk. Yes. Are you, are you, your mother's coming to stay tomorrow, so maybe we, we could also come here with your mother. You could bring your mother to the beer festival. My b- mother actually was a brewer. Was she a brewer? At some point. Oh, really? Yes. Well, she'd be surely fascinated to come. Oh, I, I to the beer, love festival. the beer festival. Me too, yeah. We couldn't have planned this better. We couldn't have planned this better. It sounds like he's yes. strumming my pain with his fingers. Yeah, killing me softly, yeah. Is it? Is it? Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, killing me softly. Oh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's peaceful countryside, isn't it? The... With a smile. Oh, should we pop into the beer festival for a short amount of time? Yeah. Let's pop in there. 
what we're doing now is essentially <laughs> we're allowed to try the beers. So you're asking for samples. I'm drinking samples of ale. I already feel slightly drunk. <laughs> we had a couple of samples. Thank you very much. Lovely. Well, cheers and bottoms up. Cheers. Bottoms up. So, continuing on our our countryside ramble. We've just been to the beer festival, haven't we, Helen Mutter? We have just been to the beer festival. Yeah, it's very nice. What, do, what did you have at the beer festival? I had a nice citrusy pale ale. Oh, lovely citrusy pale ale. We tried several of them. Two. Two, and um, I already felt slightly squiffy um, with trying the thimbleful. I'll be honest with you, I think that's the effects of walking. I don't know whether it's going to help or hinder. No, we'll find out. Only one way to find out. We'll either get through or we'll both die. <laughs> and as we walked out of the village, I, th- I believe down there we did look at a house once when we were looking at moving to the area that had suffered from Japanese knotweed, I remember. Do you remember? <laughs> suffered terribly. And um, whilst we were examining the garden, I also remember um, meeting the neighbour and being most surprised to realise that um, he was... Uh, Called back, he was a university doctor. And do you remember? I do remember. Yes. I shan't say his name for the, um, for the um, purposes of what's it called? Legal reasons. Legal, yeah, legal reasons. Um, I, when I was a student back in the day, I was studying uh, was I classics, classics, history. Um, mainly geography. Mainly geography, <laughs> uh, but classics and history, uh, very much so. And in the space of a week, I remember. All four of myself and my, my housemates, young men about town, we all went to the student health centre and received a rectal examination from the same doctor. Within a week, we'd all been around the house. Um, one of my housemates suffered from piles. Another, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I think, I believe I had the technical term as well as known now as blue balls, but um, that's another podcast altogether. And um, I was digitally inspected. Um, so in the course of a week... Digitally? Digitally, yes. Yes, we're, um, with the digit as opposed to by a computer, uh, a, a physical rectal examination from the, uh, the doctor in question. So imagine my surprise when the property we were looking round, I met the neighbour and stoned the bloody crows. It was the man who'd butt-fingered me some 20 years hence. Or, you know, hence is the wrong word, isn't it, previously? Um was something of a shock and that very much we're in a, we're in a tunnel now we should explain <laughs> that very much curtailed our desire to move to the property notwithstanding the Japanese knotweed situation I've told you this I don't know I have and um, I think in hindsight I think I might have heard blue balls again I don't know can <laughs> uh, I take the dog off? <coughs> no uh, sheep yeah the senses okay and, um, Do you think maybe you having blue balls again and realising that it probably was blue balls? Going to the doctor, you were maybe wanting a no, absolutely not. No, I vociferously deny that. Absolutely not in the slightest. I was, I, 
if, doctors can't solve blue balls, though, can they? No, no, well, as it turns out, they can't. <laughs> Girlfriends can, it turns out, but doctors, certainly it's not within their remit. But, um, anyway, but I, I, I felt, I had pain on my testicle, and I was worried about testicular uh, cancer, of course. Again, you should get this checked up. Very important. We're um, actually going to climb to this hill. I, I believe <laughs> bugger is backwards. It's a big one. Um, so I went in and I went in and um, they said the doctor will see you now, as they say. And I went in. And I explained to him. I said, "Doctor, I'm very sorry to bother you with this, but I have I feel I have a slight pain on my. I can't remember whether it's the left or the right testicle. On my testicle, just where the tubes come off it, it's sore." And he said, "Okay, well." Uh, if you would like to drop your trousers and have a look at them. And he very quickly examined, literally, um, probably two or three seconds, and he went, uh, yes, inflamed epidermis. And I popped my trousers back on, and uh, he wrote a, uh, he said, uh, wrote a prescription, handed it to me, and I left. And I think he was super efficient, clearly made the correct diagnosis, but I was rather alarmed by how fast the transaction was. I was out of the door at what it felt like in under two minutes. So I remember going back in thinking... I'm worried still. I'm still worried. And I went back in and said, could you, could you check me again just to show me which bit is the inflamed part of the epidermis so I know? And <laughs> dropped my trousers a second time and he very dutifully said, yes, it's there. that's the bit there. Um, that's the inflamed part of the epidermis. So you don't need to worry about that. And then I put my pants back on and left. Very much more reassured. Are you serious? Yeah. I went back in for a second check. Just simply because I felt I went in, it was literally, hello, here's a problem, trousers down, that's it, trousers up, out, within maybe 90 seconds. I was in and out, and it felt too quick that I was still scared that I might still have a they testicular have lump. They scales to work to. <laughs> yeah, but 90 seconds is very fast. I mean, so you made him feel your testicles again? Twice. I mean, I, I, need, I, need, I just didn't feel I'm reassured. Very shocked. I didn't feel reassured. Now, he clearly was ahead of the game of the Conservative cuts. He was thinking, right, I've got to get these guys in and out as quick as I can. Inflamed epidermis, um, burnt jacksy, you know, uh, red helmet, whatever. You know, in and out, boom, boom, boom. And, um, yes. I think maybe you'd had your experience of somebody who lingered, uh, gave you a false impression of how long these exams should take. <laughs> these things need to take, yes. Yes. Did you ask him to put a finger up your bottom? Nope. Nope. Did you try and touch him? No. God, no. <laughs> Have you been drinking? God, no. But uh, experience all the same. Getting quite steep, this hill. <laughs> we can't believe we're going to get to the top. The dog has slowed down. Really quite tired now. Came at the wrong time, the beer festival, didn't it? Yes, a, a critically that would be bad time. Fantastic at the end, but yes. maybe not at the beginning of no, the hill. No, uh, a one third in. Yeah. Bad idea. Wow. St still. This isn't even a steep bit. Right. Well, let's put our feet down. Let's do this. Hello. In the countryside. So we've walked up a steep hill, gone through a gate, and we're now on a. A much steeper hill, aren't we? It's a very steep climb. Yeah. And you're struggling. Would you say you're struggling more on account of the beer, the steepness, fitness levels, or your groin injury? My groin. So you've injured your groin. It's a very complicated area of muscles. And there's a sheep looking at us now with horns on. Maybe it's a ram. He's looking as if to say, I'm going to... 
I'm going to run at you buggers with my horns. We've experienced that before with the dog. Yes. He's been butted. He's been butted several times, hasn't he? Yes. He must just have one of those faces. Please don't eat the feces, Ronnie. He must just have one of those faces that says, God, don't butt me, you prick. (laughs) Well, it's a lovely view. If you turn around there... Wow. Now, can you describe what you can see from there? Well, that definitely makes it worth it. Yes. Lovely view of the valley there. Lovely view of the... Look the bloody valley over there. (laughs) See all all the hills and shit. Oh... We're not, we're not about halfway up, aren't we? What are the, um... The White Tents. The White Tents. Hope Show. Hope Show. That starts tomorrow, which will be after this podcast is released, I'm sure, and I never managed to release anything on time. Oh, as we approach the brow of this hill, there's a man sitting. This is not the brow. Well, no, it's the part way up. This is back to the, uh, to the dry stone wall there now. I'm hoping he's wearing trousers. <laughs> If we get there and he's not wearing trousers, what would be our course of action? Because you do get some weirdos in the countryside, don't you? Oh, yeah, he's wearing trousers, good. More tissue paper there. Incredible view, isn't it? Wow. Oh. Afternoon. Oh. Hill's a lot steeper than I thought it was going to be. Oh. Much steeper. Oh. One of the things I really do enjoy um, the banter I have with other walkers. Because <laughs> I say hello, good afternoon. It's a lot steeper than I thought. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Less than nothing. Is that a male sheep or a. You see, look underneath. Is that a, a teat or a kind of dick that, uh, coming off the sheep there? It's definitely not a penis. But it could be a ball. Ball. No, I think it's a lady. It's a lady. Okay. Maybe she's only got one breast. Huh. Or maybe, as is often the way, one breast provides more milk than the other milk. Yes. Other breasts. And so it becomes a favoured breast. I feel you're losing faith in your ability to, to, to summit. My groin. Your groin is really playing up now, yeah, isn't it? Really is. Yeah. And it's the in, it's a steep. Yes. A sense that really play havoc with it. Yes. And is it hurting as you bring your leg through or as you push off? As I bring my leg through. Through, yes. Through. Almost be better off walking backwards. Yes. 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 I know what you mean. Lovely Heather. Very. Purple and, and that. Your mother's favourite. Yes, my mother's favourite colour, purple. Yes, and her mother before her, and her mother before her, and her mother before her as well. Also like purple, but her mother before her like green. So, Helen Vatter, I think it would be fair to say, congratulations are in order. We have summited. We have summited Windhill. Um. How do you feel? Well, the groin is feeling better already. Yes. Knowing that the um, ascent is over. Um, the view is staggering. Absolutely staggering. Uh, from every angle, totally really, really staggering. utterly staggering. Yes. The so, dog's made some friends. Yes. We've made some rambling friends. I feel 
this is what it's all about. Really. Yes. I couldn't help but notice, I don't, didn't want to mention it at the time, but there were two uh, tattooed people I did see the from, tattoos. from the city, I, I noticed at the top. Now, how they got through the general um, rubric and rigmarole of the National Trust trying to make the countryside seem boring to keep them away is beyond me, but they had made it to summit. I think he was wearing a cap. He was wearing a cap, yes. And some um, labelled... Sports, sportswear. Yeah, I'm aware. And also his wife had tattooed forearms. Yeah, I saw that. And actually... Oh, oh they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> so, oh, move run on, away, move on. Run away, run away. But yes, that, that was a surprise to reach the summit and find people with tattooed forearms. Something of a shock. It will take me quite a long time to get over. How's it going on the way down? Much better. I can't feel it now. Oh, really? Excellent news. Look at that lovely bridge. Yeah, lovely bridge, isn't it? Overlooking the reservoir. Where, of course, all our water comes from. Oh, remember, Ronnie's defecating. Oh. Oh. I think that's a lever. Oh, dear. No, well, hang on. Definitely a bagger. Do you have a poo bag on you? I've got one. Yep. Thanks for that, Ronnie. Take his lead, actually, darling. I'm... Gonna need both hands for this one. I'm getting the bag around. The feces. I'm drawing it towards myself. Let's tie that off. Oh. Why on earth the hound had to wait till he'd summited to defecate? Was that marking? Excitement. Excitement. But now I have to now carry the the, the feces in a bag for nigh on two or three miles now. They don't have dog poo bins on the top of summits, do they? No. They should do. I think the uh, waste disposal teams will find it very hard to empty them regularly. Yeah, to incorporate it into their round. Yes. What did you say? No, that's fine. Definitely, I will definitely edit out you saying that's a lever because obviously that was a joke. And uh, we always pick up, we, all, we always do. Always do. All right. Hello. Very much enjoying saying hello in character. Well, that was a turn up for the books, didn't it? We just came out of a little clearing. I'd been shouting very loudly about my groin. Yes. Which made them laugh. Yes. And then we came upon three youths, youngsters. Youths. Youths. Three youths who were smoking what appeared to be an unconventional tobacco. Would you say? Definitely smelt more herbal. Yes, I believe the term is wacky back here. Hi. Oh. Hi oh, afternoon. Hi so I dropped the, the dog poo. Lots of going down. I know. Is it coming? A bag of dog poo. Didn't say hello, dear. In character. Thank you.
So I'm, I'm very proud we summited, Helen. We summited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a really, really good day. It was a very, very, very nice walk. Um, although I imagine when um, Sherpa Tempting or, or so on and so forth, famous explorers, Rafe, Randolph, not Rafe finds, Randolph finds, etc., summit, they're not usually carrying a small plastic bag of dog meds. I imagine. Probably no. not. No. Probably not. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, there'll be another one up next week for you to enjoy. Um, get in touch with the show. Um, Instagram and Facebook are both Rob and Helen's date nights. Why not share pictures of your date nights? That would be good. Or disastrous or your, stories. As you may have seen, our our selfie is quite remarkable. Oh, yeah. So please share your selfies or your your selfies <laughs> of your date nights. Yeah, uh, that, that's that, that's a trend we should start. I reckon because I, I really think that selfies are a very destructive um, craze emotionally on the human race because mm. everyone's trying to present themselves mm. in an unreal manner and it adds to that kind of ridiculous societal pressure. Yeah. So let's let's see if we could between us if we could create a worldwide craze of ugly selfies. How bad can you make yourselves look in a selfie? Call them self-effacing geese or something like that. We'll, we'll we'll bounce it around on the podcast till we decide get in touch. So that's Robin Heller's date night on Instagram and Facebook. Or get in touch with the Twitter, which is at Date Night Pod. And that's the dog scratching. It'll stop any minute. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Uh, and uh, Rob and Helen's date night at yahoo.com is the email address. Send in your disastrous date nights, happy date nights, and um, what we're calling them self-effacing geese. Yeah, and we'll post them. If you, if you send us anything, we'll post them up, and we might even share your stories on this podcast. So do get in touch. Take care. Bye. Lots of love.